0: Anxiously with Amy and Lisa. Now here are your hosts, Amy and Lisa. Hi, I'm Amy. And I'm Lisa. And this is Anxiously, the podcast where we talk about all the things that make us feel anxious. How are you doing
1: today, Amy? I am not Well, Oh, no! (laughs) What's going on? Well, I had a traumatic incident in my home. Uh Uh-oh. Everyone is fine, (laughs) but talk about spiking anxiety. I was just chilling in my living room, and I looked to my left, and I saw the biggest water bug darting across the room. (laughs) So for those who might not know, a water bug is this giant, ugly, like I can't even describe it without shuddering. It is a humongous bug. People call that, they're different from like roaches, but they're just huge. But it is a kind of cockroach. I think it's called like the American cockroach or something. It's really like the biggest thing you've ever seen. (laughs) It does not belong in a home, I believe. Anyway, My husband was not home at the time. I let out an unholy scream, ran into my bedroom. Not only did I close the door, but I like blockaded it as if like somehow the bug could like turn a (laughs) doorknob. But that was what I believed in my panic. Like I literally, like, I think I shoved something in front of the door. Texted my husband. He came home. He thought this was ridiculous. He was like, what? I can't believe you blockaded the door. I heard like a a scuffle (laughs) happening. (laughs) <laughs> like a battle <laughs> like there were, there was banging there was cursing <laughs> there were things falling and flying so my husband successfully killed a water bug and got rid of it but afterwards he was like you have to chill out like I was like shaking and rocking back and forth I, I was not okay I was really not okay it was like upsetting that I got so upset like <laughs> <laughs> it sounds very intense <laughs> it really was <laughs> And I was of course terrified that there would be more, but there weren't. Well, that's always the fear that there will be more,
0: that there's an infestation. Oh my gosh! I remember when I was in college, I lived in a dorm with two other girls, and one evening we had one of these water bugs in our hall. Like we lived in an apartment, and there was a a water bug in the hallway between our bedrooms. And one of my roommates and I both started screaming, and we didn't know what to do. I think I called my dad. (laughs) Maybe. Drive up here and kill this for me. And then our third roommate just walked out of her room. She was studying for the MCAT at the time. She was so unamused with us and she just dropped her giant organic chemistry textbook on it. It crunched. (gasps) And then she picked the book back up and walked into her room and slammed the door. Did not speak to us. my My other roommate and I were too scared to pick it up, even though it was dead. And we just covered it with a tissue and left it in place and it stayed there for almost a week. And it was so awful. And finally, I got up the nerve to like sweep it into a dustpan and throw it away.
1: That is horrifying. I relate, of course, so much. I would have been screaming there with you, obviously. So obviously, we both hate water bugs. Are you scared of all bugs? like I hate bugs across the board, but I want to know. Yeah. Tell me more about your feelings toward bugs.
0: So I'm really not afraid of bugs outside I hate ticks. I'm terrified of ticks. Obviously, I don't like and I'm afraid of wasps and yellow jackets and hornets. But like, I'm not really scared of bees. And outside, other than that, I don't have a fear of bugs. I'll pick them up. I like spiders and daddy long legs and caterpillars and crickets. I'll pick up anything, and I like to show them to my kids. But inside... Is a totally different story. And when they're in my apartment, I really lose my shit. I hate it. We've had centipedes. I think they're centipedes or millipedes. I don't know the ones with all the legs. Yeah, the, and they're like Ugh. fuzzy. Is that? They yeah. Look kind of, there's just like a lot of legs. Oh god. And they're gross. They look really prehistoric. Yes. When we were upstate last summer, we saw a lot of earwigs, and those are really creepy looking too. Harmless. I looked them up. And they're apparently very shy, although they didn't seem shy because they were everywhere. But they have these pincers on their backs and they just look scary. And I remember one crawled out of Lila, our dog's fur when I was bathing her
1: (laughs) one time. And I
0: just screamed because it was like a horror movie. (laughs) And then once, when I was pregnant with Lily, we had a horrific mouse infestation. We had all these holes around the baseboards in our apartment in every single room. And all the radiators had giant holes. We got an exterminator, I remember, and he was like going from room to room, closing up the holes. And finally, he got to my bedroom. It was the last room. And I was sitting on the bed watching. I don't know why I did this to myself, but I was sitting on the bed watching him. He closed up everything but this giant hole in the back of Liel's closet. And all of a sudden, Amy, this is so awful. Oh, God. This tidal wave of mice ran out of this one hole. And no. I don't even know where they went after that. But I was so upset. I just screamed and closed my eyes and started oh. to cry. No. Um But anyway, inside the apartment, these are the bugs that I don't like and the vermin. Oh, my God. And this is why when we go to the zoo, I will not go into the mouse house. I always tell my family I won't go into their house because they
1: should not come into my house. (laughs) It's something about them being in your home on your turf that feels really, really scary. And yeah, people say things, you know, like, oh, they're so much smaller than you and they're harmless. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't like penetrate my skull. I'm like, it's like this primal like screaming, which makes me wonder, like, what? are we so afraid of? And why are we so afraid of bugs?
0: I don't know. There's something about feeling like there's something completely beyond our control. There's always a worry that there's more and that they're going to bring
1: disease. For me, like where my mind starts to go after the pure fear is is something wrong with my home? Like, did I do something to cause this? Is it dirty? And like, the answer is no. Like, my house is, you know, like, I think I have trouble accepting that sometimes bugs just happen. Yeah. Because I'm such like a person who's scared of loss of control, as I think you are too. Like, <laughs> I feel like that is at the root of so much of our anxieties. Like, Bugs are something that I feel like are fundamentally sort of out of your control. Like they just show up in your home and then, you know, you can't catch them or whatever. And I think that makes me feel really anxious.
0: Do you think it's also like they're a force of nature that, Mm. I mean, they are smaller and clearly like a human against a water bug. The human's going to win. I mean, not me, but. Not you and me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Do you think, though, that it's like a reminder that actually nature is all around us, even if we think we're safe inside our shelter, and there are these forces that are beyond our control and really beyond our ability to dominate, I guess.
1: It is a very almost maybe primitive fear that like harkens back to, you know, early days of humans where, yeah, it was kind of about, I don't know. I mean, probably back in the day, people maybe were more chill about bugs.
0: Maybe they ate them. But,
1: like, <laughs> I just, I feel like the only bugs that I can deal with are like literally like fruit flies. like <laughs> They have to be that small. What about a ladybug? Yeah, no, that's true. A ladybug can be cute if it's like sort of on the windowsill or whatever, like doing its <laughs> thing. Yeah, I won't freak out at a ladybug. That's a good It's interesting that you were saying you called your dad when you saw the bug, and I said I called my husband, I had him kill it. We're very independent women, but yet we, like, clearly reach out to the men in our lives to kill bugs, at least I do. Like, does that bother you? (laughs) Do you feel like we should be stronger feminists who kill bugs?
0: I mean, maybe on some very abstract level, but actually, no, my hatred and fear of the bugs overpowers my feminism, <laughs> and I'm fine with calling Liel and asking him to kill the bugs for me.
1: Same. I, I feel like, and I, I mean, it's not a gender thing. It just happens that Daniel is not scared of bugs, but, like, I will basically just call anyone who can, <laughs> who can help. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, we have a lot of anxieties about bugs, but thankfully, we have an awesome guest today who knows a lot about bugs and knows how to handle them. Steve Kimmy was born and raised in Westchester, New York. He works for Sound Shore Pest Control and has been in the pest control industry for the last 13 years. Steve lives in Larchmont with his wife, and fun fact, he is our producer Sarah's exterminator. And now here's our conversation yeah, with Steve.
2: We round. We got the roll, smash
1: the piano. Welcome Steve to Anxiously. Thank you so much. So, Lisa and I are very, very scared of bugs. So we wanted to ask you, why do you think it is that people are scared of bugs?
2: It's a funny thing. Something so small could be the size of a penny, size of a dime. No one likes bugs. No one at all. I can't describe it, but so many people have different phobias. And that's something that fortunately adds my career. That's how I have a living. Whether it be an insect, whether it be a rodent. We're so much bigger than all of them, but uh, it causes such fear and anxiety in in a lot of people.
1: I know. And whenever people, like my whole life, people have told me like, Amy, you're so much bigger than them. And that doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't do anything. <laughs> no,
2: it doesn't help. Not at all.
1: I'm still terrified.
2: <laughs> I understand. Yeah. They're ugly looking, obviously. <laughs> and um, just knowing that, you know, whether they can cause damage to a house or, or they can cause bites or irritation to people, I think the unknown sometimes causes more fear. So that in itself is scary. So once you you know you have something to look at and not know what it's going to do or how it's going to act or which way is it going to go, that stirs you up a little bit.
0: I have to ask, and maybe this is like sort of an exposure thing <laughs> for Amy and me. What is the worst thing you've ever seen when you've gone on a job?
2: The rats always get me.
0: Oh
1: my god! <laughs>
2: <laughs> I grew up in the suburbs, and you know we're around in the woods and, and things like that. So squirrels, chipmunks, they all look the same. But for some reason, the rats are just, oh, they get me. They get me.
0: <laughs> so you get grossed out.
2: Obviously, you know, every person is is a little uneasy around rats. You know, I can't act like it when I'm in front of the customer. <laughs> Sometimes it's a, it's a kind of a shield, but um, I do my best to put on a good face. But you you do get, you know, when you're in a crawl space and somebody calls you for a rodent issue or something like that or or even a a bug issue and you're in their territory now, you're kind of looking over your shoulder a little bit.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm like breaking out hives just hearing this. (laughs) So are there any bugs that scare you or are you kind of immune?
2: Whenever we're dealing with yellow jackets or bees or hornets, you're you're nervous in a sense you don't want to get stung. I've been stung many times and, you know, it's never pleasant. I don't care if it's your first time or your hundredth time. You never want to get stung by any type of bee, wasp or hornet, but it's, you know, it's part of the trade. But it's funny because the fleas, the smallest of them all, I hate the most. Every time I get a call or I have to go to do a flea job. I'm always like, oh, no, these guys, these guys, they're so small in stature. so tiny, the, the head of a pin, but um, they bite and you feel them, but they're so small.
0: Have you ever dealt with customers who were imagining they had an infestation?
2: So psychology, psychiatry, whatever you want to call it, I would say that's probably 90% of everything I deal with. <laughs> I went to college and I have a business degree and a minor in psychology, and I have <laughs> more use of my psychology major than my business major. It's, it's funny. <laughs> I say that all the time. I've had numerous customers who obviously you have a fear, you have a phobia, you're nervous they've called it, they get bites for certain things, especially the biggest fear that most people have is bed bugs. So that's one of the things we're calming nerves and trying to explain that, you know, it's not as bad sometimes trying to get that through to someone who's just really, really fearful. That's a difficult task and you want to explain it to them. You want to understand it, you know, And I think that being in the business where I've been doing this since I was 21, I'm now 35. My uncle has been doing this for 30 years and that's kind of how I got into this. Having him explain things to me about empathy and, and understanding, that's a big part of it. But there are times when customers, they will pay a lot of money to get rid of bugs. And sometimes they don't even have the bugs. It's more in their mind. And, you know, you have to kind of keep that under control. Um, You know, I've had a couple experiences where customers get very, very nervous and it's more kind of getting through to them psychologically that it could be a change in detergents that's causing a rash and it's not a bug or it's something. So dealing with that is, uh, you know, it's part of it
0: can imagine. We had a mouse infestation some years ago, <laughs> and I still, I feel like I'm still traumatized. I still sometimes imagine I can smell the mice, even though it's been, it's just. <laughs> yep, yep.
2: <laughs> Everything gives off a certain scent and a reminder. I know exactly what you mean, but you know, like I said, we're in their territory sometimes. So understanding that, you know, a bug here and there is okay. Everyone's tolerance level is different. So if I see a couple of ants, you know, it really won't bother me. But understanding that if you or or a customer sees a few of those ants, that they don't want them. So it's my job is to to do it in a manner and that's responsible to the environment, to the customer, but also get rid of those bugs because no one wants them in the house.
1: Backing up, it's so interesting what you say about the psychology degree. What led you to become an exterminator?
2: Like I said, my uncle has been doing this for about 30 years. And he started the business and kind of grew it from there. And in the summers of college in between semesters and the and, you know, school years, I would help him out. And I never and he even says it 30 years later that you kind of don't grow up imagining or, or thinking you're ever going to be like in the bug business or, or an exterminator type of thing. But it happens and you kind of fall in love with it. You know, every job is different. Every customer is different. Dealing with personalities. I'm a people person. I love, you know, figuring things out. So I went to school for business. I always pictured working in finance and being down the city and going that route. I have my cousin who is in finance. I always looked up to him and thought it was the coolest thing. Once I graduated, I put on a suit and did a couple of interviews and bounced down the city. And uh, I was like, yeah, no, not for me. Not for me.
0: So on a practical level, do you have tips for how we can be less anxious about bugs?
2: So understanding that every house will have a spider, every apartment will have a centipede.
1: I don't like hearing that, but, but
2: I'm try- <laughs> I, I am mean, I, I know you're right. I know it's yeah.
1: true.
2: It, it's, it's knowing that when we're outside, we're in their territory. So we have to understand that every once in a while, they're going to be in ours. I don't think you can ever say, it's so much smaller. Oh, it's no big deal. It's just an ant. Like, if you don't like it, it's very difficult to, for me to say, you know, it's really not that big of a deal because to you, it is. And, you know, rightfully so. I, I can't tell you how to feel, but trying to explain and just have them understand the habits and, and patterns of certain insects and knowing that you aren't overrun. You, you know, if you see a, a spider and then a couple of weeks later you see another one, like, it's okay. Like they're around and we just have to learn to to kind of cohabitate sometimes, but to a certain level, like I said, you know, if you're seeing a lot of things, insects or pests, you know, then that's a problem, but we'll be okay.
1: So one of my biggest bug fears are water bugs, which are very, I feel like specific to New York City. I mean, they're they're everywhere, but they're like huge, ugly. The American cockroach. It's also known the
2: palmetto bug, the water bug. It has a bunch of different names and they are ugly. <laughs> they are prehistoric and they are ugly, ugly, ugly. They live urban areas, especially just because they live underground. They live in pipes and sewer systems. And, you know, with all the utilities coming into buildings and houses, they're looking to survive as well. Those are ugly, unpleasant and scary looking things. So I feel you. I, I've seen them. I've dealt with them in the past many times. So having a phobia of those, it's I completely understand. Like I said, I think just being around it a little more often has kind of eased me up. But even when I see one, I'm in a boiler room and I see one or I go to you know an apartment building, you're never happy seeing them.
1: My husband and I have had a debate because I hate them so much. I, I saw one in our apartment. I freaked out. My husband killed it. He was very brave. <laughs> and yes. I immediately said, we have to get an exterminator. And my husband said, no, because they're not like regular roaches. Like, if you see one, it doesn't mean there's an infestation. Is that, is he right? <laughs>
2: So the difference between the German cockroach, which is like the food one, and the, the American cockroach is, yeah, I mean, you know, the German ones, they're sanitary re- issues. The American cockroach, like I said, crawl spaces, boiler rooms, basements, sewer systems. So they're not as prevalent in apartments per se. They're not, you know, living in there all the time. They can come up, so it's all about exclusion. You know, especially in in your apartment, it's sealing up holes.
0: The German cockroaches are the little ones.
2: Yeah, they're they're smaller, and they you know they can be brought into your house from food, if you you know, or packages delivered and (gasps) things like that.
0: Oh no, this is a whole new. You've just opened a new
1: channel for Mike. Oh my god, I'm 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 having I'm panicking. This is so (laughs) triggering. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) this really is like exposure therapy like we are are
0: what are the worst bugs to having your house or apartment
2: so any type of rodent or roach their sanitation unsanitary health reasons you know especially rodents they're constantly kind of going to the bathroom so they're walking on your counters and and things like that that's a health concern so from that standpoint roaches and mice or rats uh for health reasons, those are to me are the most concerning. Spiders, general pests, crickets, centipedes, things like that, while they're unpleasant, they're more of the nuisance style as opposed to more for health reasons.
1: Do you have any tips? This is not to put you out of a job, but do you have tips for how people could keep their homes more bug free?
2: Whenever I talk to apartment dwellers, like my whole thing, you know, is we can only control our quarters. So exclusion is the most important part, trying to seal up baseboards, seal up radiators, things like that, trying to stop them from coming into our apartment because we can clean our apartment and, you know, do things to our apartment every day. But we don't know how our neighbors are. That's tough to really control overall certain things because if we're so clean and we're doing the right thing, but the people above us, below us, or beside us aren't, then it can be a constant issue or battle. So making sure we're sealing up all of, you know, any type of crack, crevice, opening is always important in apartments, especially. Single-family homes, exclusion also important, but just sanitation. Making sure you aren't keeping anything up against a house, log piles. You aren't keeping your compost up against the house or, or in the house. You know, that can cause a lot of bug issues. I have some customers who store compost under their sink and causes flies and, and, you know, a mouse or a rodent is in the house, they're going to find that and live off that. So just kind of doing things like that, you know, is important. Keeping everything in order. I'm a big fan of caulk. Caulk to me, it, I always have that around, you know, sealing around windows, trying to keep things out, Sealing around doors, openings like that. That's the best tool that I, I love to use, trying to keep anything from the outside in.
1: So some people are anxious about whether the sprays that exterminators use are bad for people too. Can you tell us a little bit more about that?
2: You know, I'll speak specifically on New York State just because that's where I'm located and I know most about. So back from the 60s and 70s with the DDT, obviously a lot, a lot, a lot has changed for the better health wise and then overall a lot better. Bug wise, obviously those pesticides worked very, very, very well. Whether you're treating for ants or any type of bug, it would affect them all. But almost all of the pesticides we use nowadays are are water based. You know, they're micro encapsulated and they're effective when used properly and everything like that. No odors, very minimal, minimal odors, if any, nothing permeating the air. So making sure it's used properly, it's it's. I would say it's very, very safe. The amount of aerosols that are used nowadays are so much less than they were used in the past. There are so many other tools and types of treatments that are used before that. That's kind of, I would say nowadays, a last resort type of thing. As opposed to back in the day, it was, you know, you go in there, you fog, you bomb it, you know, that's what it is. And and it's funny because when I speak to a lot of, you know, the old folk, they, oh, just bomb it, just go into the attic, just bomb the attic. And, you know, it's it's not that type of treatment anymore. And like I said, it's for the better. New York State is extremely strict when it comes to pesticides and especially like secondary dosing for pets and animals and, and things like that. So it's taken very seriously. And it, it's gotten a lot better over the years.
1: That's great. So it's, it's pretty safe if an exterminator comes. You don't need to, like, clear out of the house or...
2: No, like I said, for the most part, you know, I always say if you have small children, let's leave for a couple hours. Let's go out, do what you have to do. Just because, you know, if you have a crawling child, I wouldn't want anyone touching a pesticide or a treatment after while it's wet. Once it's dry, there is a residual left in place, unbeknownst to us. But for the pests, it's there. But, you know, it's safe for life to go back to normal.
1: That's very reassuring. Are there any bugs that you like? Like, are there any bugs you're kind of like fond of?
2: I mean, you know, honeybees, things like that, that pollinate and do nature right. They're important. Like I said, you know, you're scared when treating certain types of bees. But today we went to a house and we were able to see some honeybees. We don't treat them. They have to be kind of removed by a beekeeper. But, you know, I love those guys. They they keep us going. They keep everyone happy. And um <laughs> keep the flowers pollinating, and and they're definitely beneficial.
1: That's so nice. I'm going to think of that. Instead of screaming when I see a bee, (laughs) I'm going to think about what you said. They're pollinators. They're pollinators. We need them. They keep their whole ecosystem
2: going, right? Absolutely. They keep it in order.
0: Thank you so much, Steve. It was so nice to meet you,
1: and it was really great to get to talk to you.
2: Very nice to meet you guys as well. Excited to be here, and uh, I appreciate you having me here.
1: Thank you so much. And I'm in New York City. I know you're in Westchester, but I'm tempted to call you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Any questions you have, come on. I'm here for you guys.
1: Next time I I see a water bug, you may be getting a call. (laughs) Such a great conversation. What did you think, Amy? Oh my god, I loved him. I could have kept him talking all <laughs> night. I really want him on speed dial for when I have a, when I inevitably see another bug and freak out. He was so calming. He was very reassuring. to me he's like a superhero because like I could never do what he does
0: I can't even fathom it he is a superhero when he was talking about crawling into crawl spaces I was just like I don't even know how you do that
1: I know I'm gonna try to take to heart what he said about bugs being part of our world and it was good to hear too that like It's normal to be scared of bugs and there are so many people who are scared of bugs. So we are not alone.
0: And I'm going to take to heart the fact that he said that dealing with his customers and their different psychological states is part of his job because I don't think I will get over my fear of bugs in my apartment. But knowing that there's somebody like Steve who will help me get through it is
1: very comforting. I felt like very seen by that. I was like, Yes, (laughs) I need like a (laughs) psychologist to walk me through the bug issues. So what are Going to do this week to chill out? So, now that the weather is finally getting nicer, one of my favorite things to do is take a blanket to Central Park, which I'm lucky is not too far from where I live, and spread out on the grass, maybe bring some snacks and a good book, and just have a picnic and hang out there in the sunshine. There probably will be some bugs, some ants or gnats or things. And, you know, it might be a good exposure to just like be there with them a little bit.
0: Well, that sounds very idyllic. How about you? We are actually planning a visit to the Natural History Museum, the American Museum of Natural History here in New York and it's been like my favorite museum since i was a little kid and we haven't been in so long because of the pandemic so it'll be nice to go back
1: oh are you gonna, aren't there like bug displays there <laughs>
0: <laughs> there are and in fact in the new york state exhibit there is a giant model of a mosquito magnified, I don't know how many, hundreds or thousands of times.
1: That sounds very scary to me, actually. (laughs) So are you feeling a little bit less anxious?
0: Yeah, I think so. At least until the next water bug appears. Oh
1: my gosh, exactly. How about you? Uh, you know, like we said, I I don't think I'm getting over my fear of bugs, maybe ever, but it was really good to talk about it with Steve and with you, of course, because I know you get it.
0: I know you get it, too. And I hope all of you listening get it as well. And we will see you next time. Anxiously is brought to you by Tablet Studios. Our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Robert Scaramuccia. Our music is by the best band in the world, Low Cut Connie. Please rate and review us on iTunes so more people can find us. It really helps. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at AnxiouslyPod. And if you have feedback or questions about the show, email us at anxiously at tabletmag.com. For more information about the show, head to tabletmag.com anxiously and check out all of Tablet's podcasts at tabletmag.com podcasts. See you later.